Welcome to Simply Holy, the podcast for people who want to live a joyful life in Christ. I'm Marge Steinhag Fenelon. I have a question for you. Are you a good listener? I like to think that I am, but I know that it's always kind of an uphill battle. There's a proverb. So it's actually Proverbs chapter 18, verse 13. This is what I use to remind myself that I need to be a good listener. And it goes like this. If one gives answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame. I'll read that again. If one gives answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame. Now, think just a minute about that. If one gives answer before he hears, that's what being a good listener is all about. Now, I will admit that I have a bad habit of interrupting people, and I need to really work on that, particularly in just basic conversations. So with my spouse, my husband, my, my kids, people I know, you know, friends, I, I have that tendency to interrupt because I get so excited about what we're talking about, or I'm so relaxed with them that I forget my, my speaking manners. I forget that I need to be polite and let the other person finish completely before I speak. This is especially important when there's someone who comes to you with something heavy on their heart and they need to express it. Maybe they just need to vent. Maybe they're looking for some kind of advice or counsel and you interject before they're finished with their sentence. What's happened there is that that interjecting, that interrupting cuts off the thought pattern of the speaker. It cuts off the other person's thought pattern. And sometimes they can recapture it easily and sometimes not. Sometimes they completely lose what they're about to say. And then you've missed that opportunity to hear the other person's full message. And I could say that in first person. I mean, it's the same no matter who interrupts. The person being interrupted gets segued from the original message. Because even if they need to rethink what they were going to say, it's not going to be the same as the message they originally intended to communicate. Thinking about what you're going to say before the other person finishes puts you in a place of dominance, really, in the conversation. It's kind of an odd thing to think about. But if you want this other person to open up to you, 
or to be able to relay a story even, don't dominate. Don't interrupt. Don't give an opinion before this person is finished. That's dominating the conversation. We can't do that. That's counterproductive. Now, this idea of giving an answer before you hear. The same goes for if someone is asking you questions. Let them finish asking the full question and take a breath. Take a breath. That's how to be a good listener. Take a breath before you answer. When someone is speaking and you're tempted to say something, to interject, to interrupt, Take a breath. Take a breath before you speak. This is very, very effective. And I use this for my spiritual mentoring. I use this in my life coaching. I use it in conversations with people, in uh, Zoom meetings or other video. There's different tools to use for, for video meetings. But I use this. Take a breath. And then... Make sure you're hearing what the other person is saying. And if not, clarify. Repeat it back. More importantly, that breath, in the space of that breath, it helps you to clarify what it is you really want to say. There's an art to this. There's an art to good conversation. There's an art to listening. And sometimes someone will talk for a while. And I, and I, I see this particularly when I'm, when I'm life coaching. Someone will want to, they'll be talking for a while. And then, and then the, the, their speech will dwindle and they'll become silent. But just because they're silent doesn't mean that they're done speaking. They're pausing. They're pausing, and it may be a long pause, maybe a very brief pause, but we have to allow that space. When I'm coaching, I have to allow that space to make sure that the person is really finished speaking. There are different nonverbal cues that help me. So person who is speaking and looking up and then leans back and looks down generally but not always that's a clue that the person is done speaking but even then i hang in there for just a little bit to make sure that they're just not in between thoughts and ready to speak again people who interject people who speak before they fully understood what's just been said, look like fools. This is what the proverb is all about. If one gives answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame. I don't know how many times I've had it where my, say my husband asks a question, and I think I know what he's going to ask, 
And then I answer before he finishes. And it could have been, and often this does happen, it's completely different from the question that I assumed he was or was going to ask. And that just gets everything all mixed up. The same thing with little kids. And I, and I think, in, especially those of you who are raising children, this is so important. Let the children have the space and time to fully express themselves. Kids who are constantly interrupted or who are answered with half your attention, they tend to not want to speak. So they, 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 they tend to bottle things up. It, it, it short circuits their ability to learn how to be eloquent speakers. Now, I don't mean public speaking. I just mean in daily life. We need eloquent speakers. And we need, if the analogy would it fits for you, eloquent listeners. So this gift of giving that other person space. And we need to realize, and this is something that I, I do when I'm working with other people in whatever capacity is I remind myself, this is a child of God. And this child of God has the spirit within him or her. And so I need to give that child of God the respect and the space for self-expression. It's not only my job, but it's their right. It's their right to be able to express themselves in as much time as they need and with the clarity that they discover for themselves to be a good listener. You know, the, another caveat of, of trying to be a good listener is when you are half listening. Now, I bet all of us have done this. I've done it. You're on your phone and someone's talking to you and you're nodding and yes, yes. And, and you might even answer, but you're on your phone. You're not looking at the person. You're not giving your full attention to the person. And so you're just half listening. People do this to each other all the time. I've seen people in restaurants who are sitting across from each other, having a conversation, and at the very same time, they're both on their phones, messing around on their phones. Now, granted, there are times when you're carrying on a conversation and maybe you're looking up something on your phone. My husband and I have had conversations like that where we're trying to figure out the location of something or we're trying to figure out what we want to do over the weekend. And we're looking on our phones because we want to share what we find. That's different. I'm just, I'm talking about people, people who are in the same room at the same time, talking to each other and, and one's on their phone. You cannot, if you're on your phone and someone is talking to you, you cannot give them your full attention. It's impossible. It's absolutely impossible. 
this idea of multitasking only goes so far. Put the phone aside. Give your attention to the person. And I don't mean just mm-hmm, mm-hmm, while, you're, while you put your phone on your lap for a second. I mean, put the phone down. Turn to the person. Look at the person. Look them in the eye. And take in what they have to say to you. See, this eye contact in being a good listener is vital. If you're making eye contact, there's a number of things that happens. You are showing emotion. You are showing interest. You are able to look at that person and perceive their mood and excitement, their interest in in the topic. Eye contact is so important. And you can't give eye contact, not good, genuine eye contact, when you're you're divided, when your attention is divided. To be a good listener. You can do this, I can do this, with the help of the Holy Spirit. And I, for me, this is the key to being a good listener. Because before, especially if it's an important conversation, like spiritual mentoring or or life coaching, okay? Before I start, I pray to the Holy Spirit and I ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, please speak through me, react through me, respond through me, and listen through me. I turn it all over to him. We can do that with any conversation. It really only took me a few seconds to say that. Holy Spirit, please listen in me. Please speak in me. Please respond in me. Please react in me. Please act in me. However the prayer fits you best. But this being a good listener, it's all about letting the Holy Spirit into your heart and mind, especially, and then realizing and respecting the fact that the Holy Spirit also is in the other person's heart and mind. And we give them space to express themselves, space to figure out how to express themselves. And pauses are not bad. People get nervous, and I know this is true of myself. When when I'm nervous in a conversation and it gets quiet, to fill space, I'll just talk. And, you know, basically I'm an introvert, but but that quiet when when nothing, no one's saying anything, and then I get nervous about what they're thinking or any number of things. So I, I, I talk to fill space. Don't talk to fill space. Appreciate that space. That's sacred. If you have space in a conversation with someone, unless you're really angry, well, you know, I was going to say, unless you're really angry at at each other, but even then, maybe even more importantly, you need to give the person that space. But don't be afraid of silence. 
Silence is a good thing. Silence means people are taking in, reviewing in their minds and hearts, reconfiguring all of those things. Silence is a good thing. Unless, of course, they walk out on you, slam the door behind them, and then that's a different kind of silence. <laughs> but that's not what I mean. I know you know, I know you know that. But this idea of being a good listener, with all of the technology that we have, wow, cell phones, tablets, laptops, computers, these smart TVs, I mean, all... Oh, oh could go on and on, all of these things. We're circumventing our ability to be good listeners when we've got something going on all the time in, my, in our eyes and ears. You know, as a society, we're, we're backing off of that ability. You know, in, in the old days, and I'm thinking of like the pie, I love, I love history, I love American history. Um, I also love medieval history, but anyway, no matter. But generations ago, storytelling was a real art. It was an art and it was a normal pastime. You know, people would gather and someone would tell a story. And when this person was telling the story, everyone's attention was on the storyteller. And because the storyteller was relaying information linearly, so in other words, straight through the story, front to back, it meant more, it had more impact, and there was more peacefulness in the situation. Versus someone trying to tell a story, but everybody's doing something different or they're taking in information from their gizmos, whatever it may be, that's, that's not linear information. That's not linear communication. I don't even know if there's a name for this. Multidirectional? And it's just not good for us. It's not good for us at all. It's teaching us not to give full attention to each other. I've made that for myself a personal mission. I, I have a, a personal mission statement of, of my own. But, but that's part of it, is to work very, very hard to be a good listener and to be comfortable with the pauses and and to answer only after I've heard. And by answer, I don't just mean answering a question. And I don't think that's what the Proverbs, Proverbs mean either. It's not just when you're answering a question. It's, it's responding in any possible way, in any conversation, at any point in time. If one gives answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame. Folks who just have to say something, and I know this because I've made a fool of myself, but they look like a fool. 
And they end up getting themselves in some kind of folly because they're not fully understanding what's going on. They're not taking it in. They're not thinking about it. And they're just acting. They're just talking. So my friend, I'm encouraging you to work hard to change this trend and be a good listener. Good listening is a gift. It's a gift that we give to the other. Good listening, full focus, open-hearted, open-minded. Let's do that for each other and see how the world starts to change. Hey, thanks for joining me. I, I encourage you, please, to follow my channel. Check out my website, please, margefenelin.com. There you can find my other podcasts. You can find how to spiritual mentor with me. You can find out how to life coach with me. There are my blog posts. My books are there. How to book me for a speaking engagement. Videos. There's lots of good resources there at margefenelin.com. My friend, I encourage you, go out and be a good listener. God bless you.